Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. A few 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit a national gambling support line 800-522-4700. Muckleshoot Casino is your destination for more than 3,000 gaming machines, action-packed table games, and the largest smoke-free area in the state, plus a newly remodeled casino floor and new center bar. Use your player's club card to earn points for free play, meals, or cash back. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Visit us online to learn more about our safety measures. Horse Racing Northwest. Downs related podcast. We are back in action for the first time in several weeks. Joe Withy, Vince Broom here in the TV room at Emerald Downs. Vince, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to you and all of our listeners and uh, everybody. You bet, Joe. Great to be back with a podcast as we wrap up a very eventful uh, calendar year of 2020 and uh, some big excitement this Saturday in the racing world, which we'll be talking about shortly. Yeah, you bet. A lot of things to talk about. Nina Hagen's going to join us. She's got some great news for the future of Washington racing. Nina uh, and her husband, Ron, of course, the owners and operators of Eldorado Farms in Enumclaw, uh, outstanding breeding center here in Washington. So Horse Racing Northwest is back and... Uh, we're going to talk about WTBOA honors for 2020. Uh, they have not been decided as of yet. And there's a little impact this weekend as we are talking to you here on Wednesday of the week. Saturday is opening day at Santa Anita. First race, 11 a.m. Emerald Downs time. The big opener. One day past Christmas as usual. But also back on the East Coast. Horse of the Year for Washington Ramifications on the line, Vince, with uh, one of our top horses. Yeah, A Little Less Talk is in a graded race, $150,000 grade three Allaire DuPont at Laurel Park in uh, Maryland, pretty close to Washington, D.C., actually. They'll be going a mile and an eighth on the main track. A Little Less Talk through the rail, 15 to 1 on the morning line. We'll talk about that race a bit. Um, she figures probably to get a pretty tactical trip, and as we've seen here, she can certainly route. So interesting uh, interesting race there. It's a tough race, as you and I have talked, Joe, but uh, not without a shot, a little less talk. Yeah, she is uh, undoubtedly a uh, slam dunk for top Washington older fillier mare. 
for 2020 already due to races like this. And Killarney last comes off the turn in front. A little less talk battles on from the inside. And these two girls will fight it out in the final furlong. Killarney last on the outside. A little less talk. Patty Secret continues to gain, but moving through at the inside. A little less talk wins the distaff. That, of course, was her victory in the Emerald Distaff on Mile Day Vince. Uh, she won two stakes. You know, she won that race real easily, and her other two wins were hard-fought battles, and uh, she just shows that ability to uh, not only show talent, tactical speed, ability to pass horses, but boy, if it's a fight at the end, you want her on your side. Sure do, and uh, you can see she's uh, 12 out of 17 lifetime uh, in the exacta. Um, yes, that's fantastic. And since we last saw her at Emerald Downs, she's raced twice. We talked about that starter allowance, uh, 20,000 starter allowance at Churchill Downs in mid-November. She ran a real real good second, a very gut, gutsy effort. And then uh, in a $63,000 stakes at Turfway Park, racing on a synthetic surface, she overcame a lot of trouble and uh, finished a pretty good third in that race. So now she's going to go uh, stretching out to a uh, mile and an eighth. And uh, she, as you said, Joe, she's versatile and can do anything. And uh, she has run, uh, her only start at mile eight, she finished second against boys in the 2019 mm -hmm. uh, Muckleshoot Derby. So, uh, you know, if you give her a chance to get in a fight, you know, as you were talking, Joe, she'll she'll uh, she'll let you know you're in a race at least. Seven horse field, the Allaire DuPont, as Vince said, a mile and an eighth on the main track at Laurel. And uh, 150 grand, if she wins it, She'll have the most money of any Washington bred for the year. She'll have more wins than her top competitors for Horse of the Year honors. Uh, and uh, she'll also, of course, if she wins, she'll be the only graded Washington bred stakes winner for 2020. So, yeah, a lot on the line for her. You know she'll give a good effort. Let's go over that field a little bit. By the way, she has the one post, Rodina Barrett, of course, the trainer of a little less talk. And this rider... Uh, Carol Cedeno, you know a little bit about her. Yeah, I do, especially researching a little bit today. I'd seen the name. She she came uh, into the Mid-Atlantic region in 2007 from uh, Puerto Rico, uh, where she attended the jockey school down there. And she's done well. Three-time leading rider at Delaware Park, mm. which is a pretty good circuit. Set a track record there with a seven-win day in wow. 2016. Anytime you win seven races, I don't care what track you're at, you're a pretty good rider. And she's got over a thousand career wins, so uh, she's certainly very capable. And you can see she's got 115 wins for the year. 19% for this year. That's tremendous. Yeah, riding against tough competition, so she'll probably, I imagine, fit this horse pretty well. Okay, Carol Cedeno aboard a little less talk, who is 15 to one on the morning line, the highest price of any of the seven runners. Uh, let's go over that field a little bit. Another broad is going to be next to her, a daughter of include who is uh, running a lot of grade two and grade threes uh, she is 0 for 7 this year but she's got a really good record at laurel yeah. and she's definitely a route horse steve asmussen trainee um and you go ahead and jump in if you have any comments well i agree the thing with her she's a she's a horse for course uh three two oh in seven career starts at laurel one hundred four thousand in earnings and she does have a couple of, you know, is uh, graded placed. She's finished yeah. third in a couple of, you know, I learned a long time ago, you know, it's a big jump. Once you get in those graded races, you're talking about talent. 
So uh, she hasn't come close to winning those yet, but she's certainly hit the board a couple times. And uh, as you mentioned from the Steve Asmussen barn, uh, great connections and uh, does not have a lot of speed though. So this no. one is a Closer. little less talk, figures to be uh, in front early. Farfellow Farm, Kip Nellman, he's bred a lot of good horses over the year. Used to have a lot of horses with Bill Sparn, California. Mm -hmm. I recognize those orange and blue silks. Okay. And next to her, number three is going to be Landing Zone, who's by Morning Line. And uh, Landing Zone's a three-year-old filly trained by Claudio Gonzalez, Angel Cruz aboard. Uh, this was a good filly at age two. She's had a really good year this year, five for ten. Yeah. A fine record at Laurel, uh, has tactical speed. Looked like she was more in the sprint mode until... Uh, this summer and fall, she rattled off four consecutive wins, and three of those were routes, including one at Laurel. And, you know, I just watched on film her most recent race, mm -hmm. which she shortened back to seven-eighths in the safely kept. She ran a good race that day. Hello, beautiful, is undefeated six-for-six six at Laurel. Reagan's Edge is a good filly. So she was outrun by two good fillies, and um, she might just be one of those uh, more free-running routers, it looks yeah. like, uh, this fall. I think she's got a big shot. Yeah, you know, in fact, her form reminds me a little bit of a little less yeah. talk in that uh, very similar recent race in that she had a little bit of trouble at the start, but it didn't uh, stop her from hitting the board, you know, which is a, a sign of class. She was 17-1 to 1 in that race, so as you mentioned, Joe, that was a pretty tough race she's coming out of. Yeah, she looks like, uh, you know, a, a good fit in here, and certainly looks like a pace contender at least yeah in fact uh might just well be the speed uh aries two who's next to her number four daughter of malibu moon had a 19 month layoff but since that long layoff she came back in october at keeneland and she's two for two including the 38 go stakes at laurel in which she was a stalker and, and won that pretty easily. Uh, she's two to one morning line. Yeah, beautiful progression for her, as you mentioned, off the layoff, Joe. Uh, comes back and wins at a mile and a 16th off a long layoff mm. at Keeneland Allowance Race. You got to be a pretty good horse to do that. And then uh, comes back at nine to two and uh, wins over the track at Laurel in a $100,000 stake. So she looks like a great fit, uh, up and coming four year old filly by the great sire Malibu Moon. Yeah. She uh, had that long layoff. It was two for two off it, so uh, patience has been rewarded. And there. another one with early foot. Yeah, and her two good races off the long layoff, she has been close in each one of those routes. Uh, not on the lead early, but very close. Ice Princess, the five, is three to one morning line. Uh, she's coming back in a month, kind of a stalker closer. Uh, and a couple of seconds, most recently, including a grade three at Aqueduct in late November. Uh, another who was a good two-year-old last year, and uh, boy, you know, she's no slouch either. Yeah, winding up her three-year-old year, she's a uh, New York bred by Palace Mouse. The only two times she stepped out of state bred company was in the grade one for Zet, in which she finished fourth, and in the grade three Comely, which she's coming off of, finished second to a real nice horse, Mrs. Danvers. So Ice Princess or Eris 2, one of those two will be a deserving favorite. Danny Gargan, trainer Ice Princess, you can see is 26%. Mm. Uh, for the year so great connections there and you know she just ran second in a grade three she's can't argue with anyone who likes her she's had several short breaks in her career mm -hmm. and uh, she's coming back in four weeks this time she's come back before and run well that was last uh, winter in New York she won two in a row there we're going over the field for the Allaire DuPont a little less talk on Saturday at Laurel in a grade three 
If she wins it, she's going to almost undoubtedly be Washington Horse of the Year. She's already going to be the top older filly or mayor. Uh, we know her well from two tremendous top earner or top meeting honors at Emerald Downs at ages three and four. Number six is Wicked Awesome by Awesome again. A win-type horse, Vince. She's 8 for 22 lifetime, including 5 for 8 this year. 5 for 8 this year, $186,000 in earnings. And, uh, yeah, and, and she's another one that's raced at Delaware, Laurel, Pimlico, Parks, and uh, seems to have fared well at all of them. And I haven't seen the weather forecast, Joe, and mm. I probably should have looked in that because this one would certainly move up. Uh, you can see she's two for five on an off track, Wicked Awesome by Awesome again. So uh, this one is another one that doesn't is, is not a front runner, but is not really a closer either. So, uh, you know, kind of a stalker or a little bit uh, um, from off the pace, uh, Wicked Awesome. Yeah, she got beat uh, quite, she got beat 12 lengths by Aries 2 in the 38 go a month ago at Laurel, a mile and a 16th on a fast track. So she's got some work to do to make up that ground. Uh, against number four, the two-to-one morning line favorite. On the outside, needs supervision. A four-year-old filly by Painter. Blinkers on. She does not have any wins this year. She won two races at two. She won two races at three. She's 0 for 4 this year, but does have a second and a couple of thirds in stakes races. Very familiar with Laurel. Uh, second start off a, a fairly long layoff for her. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Laurel record, six out of seven in the money, $157,000 earning um, at Laurel. Might have needed that last race in which she ran third, now adds the blinker. She hadn't run since March, and she finished third, beaten sixth in uh, in a $100,000 stake last month at Laurel, and now stretches out. So uh, another horse that's interesting and wouldn't be that big a surprise. You know, this is a pretty tough field, a hmm. little less talk. Being a graded race, uh, you know, I'm sure they would love – to win it, but just hitting the board, getting a placing would be uh, a real touchdown for them. You bet. Okay. Need supervision as the leading rider at Laurel, Sheldon Russell aboard. And uh, blinkers on her again, 12 to 1 morning line. So a little less talk on Saturday. What's time for that race again, Joe? It's that is 12.50 our time. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on Saturday. Going to have to start writing down all the races to watch. Yeah. So great luck to a little less talk. Uh, on Saturday at Laurel. There's that field. So we spent a little time there, uh, deservedly so. Uh, opening day at Santa Anita, first race at 11 a.m. And uh, they usually have a really good card on opening day, December 26. And uh, good card, great card again this year, Vince. No less than six stakes races, wow. Joe. An 11 race card. You did mention the early 11 a.m. post time. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to drag ourselves here a little bit earlier than usual. Uh, on uh, Saturday, but yeah, it's, uh, opening day at Santa Anita is always one of the highlights on the California racing circuit, and uh, they really look like they've knocked themselves out this year with a great opening day card. One other thing I'd forgotten too, they have a new turf shoot, so um, oh. extending to six and a half furlongs parallel to the main track, so they do not have to cross over the dirt anymore. And we will see on uh, opening day, I believe they have a six and a half furlongs. This is not down the hill. They will use, utilize the hill course for a mile and a quarter to a mile and a half turf races. They'll start down the hill. But for now, uh, the six, about six and a half or six and a half furlong races will be starting over by the chute on the main, by the main track. Right. So, but no dirt crossover. They've extended the chute for the turf. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. It gives them a lot more flexibility. They can card races from five, five and a half, six and six and a half furlongs. 
I wonder that is that going to be a curved start, kind of like Belmont's mile and a quarter? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just gonna it's gonna be right near you know the seven furlong dirt chute at Santa Anita. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be right parallel to that. Very good. And Collusion Illusion is in the Malibu, and uh, the top two names are a couple of sons of Spitestown. And the Malibu, of course, is a three-year-old race, late in each horse's three-year-old season, December 26th. But uh, Collusion Illusion, owned by, uh, shoot, Rodney Orr. Of course, he's an Oregonian, but very familiar here at Emerald Downs. Uh, Jerry Schneider of Chum Salmon and Law Biden Citizen fame, and Dan Agnew. And Collusion Illusion has won uh, three races this year, including a couple of stakes. So he's in tough, but uh, he's coming out of the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Listening to uh, Thoroughbred LA, Mike Wilman's show, we had him on as a guest earlier this summer. He had Mark Glad on last weekend, and Mark was talking about how great Collusion Illusion's doing. He said, the only thing I, I hope is we don't get the one hole, because he doesn't like the inside. <laughs> so naturally, he drew the one hole. So, But Superior six-horse field, Nashville is kind of six to five on John White's morning line. You mentioned the son of Spitestown. Coming out of a track record performance on Breeders' Cup Day, he was on the undercard at uh, six furlongs. He's unbeaten and has been extremely fast. Oh. This is a big acid test for him, quite a step up in class. Charlatan coming out of the uh, Arkansas Derby, uh, one of the division winners in that race. So He won it by six. Of course, he lost the purse later. Yeah. But, but uh, Charlatan's three for three lifetime. And, of course, we said he was DQ'd from his win in the Arkansas Derby. But uh, three wide-open wins. Nashville, three wide-open wins. Nashville has recency. Charlatan's been off seven months. Nashville and Charlatan by Spitestown, who late in his career, his stud fee isn't going down in his later years, that's for sure. And he was a seven furlong. He won the Churchill Downs Handicap at seven furlongs, I believe, Spitestown. Well, he yeah. also won the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Yeah, so he was very fast. Also, Independence Hall, uh, through the outside, he's a pretty talented horse, too, by Constitution, four to one on the morning line. I think I'd play him because, uh, you know, we could get a, a serious pace duel up yep. there. And going seven eights, uh, it's, you know, longer distance for Nashville. Of course, Charlatan has one going a mile and an eighth at Oakland. You know, that wasn't the greatest field looking back in that Arkansas Derby, mm -hmm. but Charlatan, uh, you know, evidently a very good horse. But that's race number 10. Uh, you like a horse on the card on opening day at Santa Anita. You said you've got a little price angle. Yeah, I do. I would go, well, we can go to race five, which okay. is a... Uh, $50,000 maiden claiming race for two-year-olds, six-and-a-half furlongs on dirt. This is state-bred uh, California-bred two-year-olds, and we're going to go all the way to the outside, number 12, Grayson Road, uh, a son of Grayson out of a dam called Fairway Road, 20 to 1 on the morning line, trained by Mark Reinford. We know Mark, of course, you Joe. Bet. Worked with Blaine Wright, also trained on his own a bit up here. Very capable horseman. This uh, Grayson Road is a, uh, a homebred, owned and bred by Norman Tavares, this is the fifth dam out of Fairway Road, and she's four for four producing so the fifth, far. Fifth full out. Of Excuse me, the fifth full yeah. out of the dam, mm -hmm. uh, Fairway Road. Uh, all four of the other foals of one, including just Graze Me, who was seven for fifteen, five hundred six thousand dollars for stakes wins. He's a, uh, she's a full sister to that one. So uh, at twenty to one on the morning line, you know I. I really like uh, Grayson as a sire, and I think this horse has a chance to come out running. Just it's uh, not that tough a field. If she can run a little bit, uh, I think she's in with a shot. So uh, we shall see. The works, the works might 
uh, might not get you too excited. You can see they've been pretty slow, but uh, Mark has a superior record with two-year-olds over the years. I believe he's seven for 28. No kidding. Yeah, going back. So uh, we shall see, but yeah. it's, it's just a shot on a, on a big price. I like grazing too, you bet. Uh, and uh, excellent data there on the female side for the firster. Number 12 of 12, race number five. That is a maiden $50,000 claimer going six and a half on the dirt at Santa Anita. Uh, I'm going to take midcourt in the San Antonio. Mm -hmm. You know, he's only got one win this year, but he's six of seven on the board. And boy, he's run, uh, uh, let's look at his last, uh, before last race in which he ran second as a big favorite to Extra Hope, who was also in this race. But midcourt was in against Improbable, Won the awesome again. Maximum security won the Pacific Classic. Maximum security won the San Diego. Improbable won the Gold Cup. Uh, you know, those are two of the best horses in training in North America in 2020. Midcourt has been stakes placed in all of those efforts, and he has got a good record at Santa Anita. He's going to get a little bit of a pace, too, in there with, yep. with the likes of take the 101 from the one hole, extra hope from the three. Uh, and uh, even Mucho Gusto off a 10-month layoff, a real quality horse. Yep. And don't forget Sharp Samurai. Sharp Samurai just has, has managed not to win this year or last year, but what a runner, you know, coming out of that third in the Breeders' yeah. Cup Dirt Mile. You know, that, that uh, San Antonio the last few years hasn't come up that tough, so I was really excited to see a real deep eight-horse feel for that race, Joe, for the older handicap division in California. How's my handicapping so far? When my first uh, podcast wearing glasses, I had uh, cataract glasses on. Surgery. <laughs> yeah, got cataract surgery in November, <laughs> and I got to wear the glasses now to, to see the form. So I hope I'm seeing it okay. Of course, the the uh, results aren't in yet. But uh, there's a look at little bit look at Santa Anita opening day, the great race place, 11 a.m. on Saturday. It's going to be a big day. Uh, great cards all over. And a Golden Gate not starting as usual on the 26th, but they're looking for maybe a week or two later. Yep, that's the hope down there right now, so we shall see. And, and uh, meanwhile, a lot of the Southern, uh, Northern California horses have made their way down to Southern California. We saw Los Alamitos with just a tremendous meet for them with big fields and, oh boy, more $20 winners than you could, uh, I haven't seen there in years and several pick six carryovers. So it... Well, it isn't good for Northern California. It has uh, fortified the uh, the racing down in Southern California. Okay, and uh, Chad and Josh, leading owners at Emerald Downs for the last couple of years, Chad Christensen, Josh McKee, and of course their trainer Frank Lucarelli. They were talking about going to Sam Houston at the start of 2021, and they are down there, Vince. Uh, that meeting starts on Friday, January 8th at Sam Houston, and uh, boy, Luke really worked a lot of horses on Wednesday the 23rd, including Gold Crusher, Elliott Bay, Gazing, uh, Spot On, uh, just a bunch of horses down there. Mm -hmm. They've got a bunch, so uh, that'll be interesting to follow. It sure will. I'll tell you, I, I haven't watched Sam Houston that much over the years, but I will be paying pretty close attention to it. And I understand they had a record amount of stall applications down there this year. You're going to see Steve Aspison, Carl Broberg, and a lot of the big barns. So Michael Stidham's there. Michael Stidham, sure. And it's uh, it's going to be tough and competitive racing. And uh, But the purses, you know, as you know, Joe, when the purse money gets big, the big boys move in. So this will be... Really interesting for uh, Chad, Josh, Frank Lucarelli, Dennis Snowden, and the gang. You bet. Okay. 
Uh, let's take a short break and we'll be right back with more on Horse Racing Northwest. Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password and you're off to the races. A few 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit it, national gambling support line 800-522-4700. Muckleshoot Casino is your destination for more than 3,000 gaming machines, action-packed table games, and the largest smoke-free area in the state, plus a newly remodeled casino floor and new center bar. Use your player's club card to earn points for free play, meals, or cash back. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Visit us online to learn more about our safety measures. Horse Racing Northwest continues late December edition. And of course, uh, people thinking about Emerald Downs for 2021. We're looking at opening up the stable area in March. And of course, uh, the meeting to follow, uh, possibly a mid-May opening somewhere around there. Of course, so many things still in flux with uh, COVID-19 out there and uh, the vaccination is underway so uh, hopefully much better news eventually in 2021 but uh, uh, horsemen will be getting ready for the emerald downs 2021 meeting we're going to talk about uh, 2020 honors in a moment but uh, our guest today via telephone uh, nina hagan the owner and operator along with her husband ron of el dorado farms in enumclaw and uh, we'll hear from Nina here, and she's going to tell us about some excellent news for her for 2021 and the future. Well, we have Barkley. He is retired, and he is uh, in for a very busy season, it looks like. He, he has a lot of support, and um, we're excited. Everybody is excited. Uh, we have by appointment only because of the COVID thing. But um, we're entertaining people with Barkley, oh, shoot, a few times a week already. And it's probably going to get busier after that. He's, um, he's a really happy guy. He's just a really cool horse to be around. He truly is. And he's going to be even happier pretty soon. But um, I think he's just going to be really good, really great to work with for all the years' experience. Um, usually you can tell how they're going to be. And I'm very much looking forward to working with him. Yeah, Barkley up at El Dorado. Uh, boy, he's going to go down in Emerald Downs history as one of the top horses. Um, he's got a little different confirmation, uh, very recognizable, that bulldog body type. Uh, Nina commented on that as well. He's still very elegant to look at, um, He and he is eye-popping. Oh, my gosh. this ha He's got so much chrome on him, so much white. 
And uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people, when they go by, they just double take. Barkley Standing Stud, the son of Munnings, mile winner from 2018. Vince, he had uh, six stakes wins at Emerald Downs, three around one turn, three around two turns, 10 for 20 lifetime. Of course, he didn't come back from uh, a little tendon issue that uh, occurred in 2019, but uh, he is uh, one of our top horses ever. Yep, man, just really fun to watch for the fans when he'd uh, uh. kind of lower down and come running at you in that final eighth of a mile. He'll be an interesting sire, and uh, great to have some new blood in the state like that. Um, you and I are big believers in Munnings, right? And, you better believe it. Munnings so, has been tremendous. Yeah, so uh, he's an exciting prospect uh, for the state of Washington, for sure. He is. Uh, himself and Noosa Beach, the only horses in Emerald Downs history to win stakes races at ages 2, 3, 4, and 5. And uh, also raised a secret who began his career at Emerald Downs and had a really fine career, winning, uh, I believe he won every year he was in action. He's a son of song and a prayer, and he's going to have some runners in 2021. Let's hear from Nina. That is so exciting. This is how, how long can you hold your breath? Pretty soon they're going to be able to exhale because you will have two-year-olds in 2021. And they look the babies that I pulled out this year, because I didn't really get to see that many yearlings, they were at the sale. Dad, gum it. I could not get down there because we were so busy. But um, I keep hearing they look the part. They look all of this. I just know that the babies that I pulled out, which I think I pulled out eight of them, uh, wow, eye-popping. They're very impressive foals. And that's one of the things, too, when you're doing this for so many years. I think I'm ancient now. But um, you can pretty much tell just from the babies how impressive they are so raised a secret with two-year-olds in 2021 and of course coast guard has been up there for several years and boy he has a real impressive young horse or two every new year at emerald downs and uh he is one of uh, nina's all-time favorites okay coast guard is very very balanced when you see him and a lot of people don't realize he's as big as he is until they actually see him in person and uh, his babies, um, there's no doubt that he's marking those, but they've got great minds. My experience is great minds, and uh, they are two-year-olds most definitely. I know it, it depends on how you grow these guys, but um, they're solid individuals, and they're, they're good to train, and uh, they give it to you, all of it, very, very honestly. And they even have his little some of his little personality, which Coast Guard's a belly laugh. He just is one of the most fun stallions that I've ever had to work with, and he's always, he's just always keeping me on my toes as far as his little antics, especially in the breeding shed. Coast Guard uh, for another year at El Dorado Farms, and uh, Nina has an outstanding flyer available on her stallions, including Barkley. And if you'd like to get that flyer, uh, get a hold of Eldorado Farms. You can call there. Uh, she can email you the flyer. She can mail you the flyer. Or you can pick one up at the WTBOA. So Eldorado Farms has a website, and they're looking forward to uh, just more great production for Washington Racing in 2021. Uh, unfortunately, Vince, it's been a rough year for members of the Washington horse racing industry leaving us. Uh, Wally Jenny did pass away uh, about four weeks ago. 
uh, Wally and, of course, Bonnie Jenny, a couple since the 60s. And, uh, you know, just Wally was uh, a horseman through and through. He used to gallop horses. He even rode his horse to work once in a while to Longacres in the old days. was uh, very well known for galloping horses and still ponying horses here at the 2020 meeting. Uh, Bonnie said he only took off on Friday morning because of working late on Thursday night, but he was there the other six days of the week. And uh, just, uh, it's a shame he uh, contracted COVID-19. And uh, the word was that he was seemingly getting better and getting close to being released after a few days in the hospital, but it took a turn for the worse. And we lost Wally Jenny. And so, uh, yeah, sad deal, as among so many horsemen that have left us this year. And we did have another passing from the front side here at Emerald Bay. Yeah, we did, Joe. This one was really sad, too. A real popular fellow here at the racetracks that I was extremely fond of, just like everyone else, Woody Woodruff, um, who had been a mutual teller here for many years and uh, one of the renowned basket state high school basketball officials in the state of Washington. And just a very positive, upbeat, nice man. Always had a good word for me on everyone when you'd see him. And just the kind of guy who'd make working and coming to the track fun. So You'd sorry. love to see Woody coming around the you corner. You did. And that was the kind of guy you loved to see Woody. Loved to see Woody. Yeah. Anytime, anywhere. He just uh, always was optimistic about racing. He loved horse racing. And uh, it was a great job. And, and boy, as a basketball official, you know, that smile would go away now and then because he yeah. would warn a coach... Uh, on behavior, and then he did not take any guff after that. Uh, you were going to get a technical foul if you didn't listen to his advice. My and kind of ref, yeah. One of the top refs uh, year in, year out in the Seattle High School basketball. Yeah, so a couple of passings there. And uh, a reminder for those of you who might not be aware, the Muckleshoot Casino is open seven days a week for full-card simulcasting. Emerald Downs is open five days a week for full-card simulcasting. Wednesday through Sunday, but again, you can go to the Muckle Shoots if you'd like on Monday or Tuesday and watch the races around the country. So uh, that uh, is consistently on the schedule. And uh, shoot, let's do a trivia. We didn't do a trivia question on our previous podcast, but we're going to do one now. Send your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com. And I think we've got a pretty desirable little prize here for this week's winner. We do. We got to get the new 2021 Santa Anita wall calendar. Santa Anita's put that out for decades now. They always gave it out on opening day. One of the most popular giveaways in yeah. uh, California racing. It's got big, full color, uh, beautiful photos on uh, every month. So uh, it'll be a nice uh, addition to anyone's office or home or whatever. So Those have been fantastic. They really have. Yeah. Year in, year out. Uh, good sized. And again, like I, you said, the pictures vary in the art or live racing shots just a really nice prize how'd you manage to score that well you can actually go online and buy them right okay. now if you go to sanita.com when i worked down there every year i had a long list of people <laughs> i had to send them to because they are popular items they're only running off five thousand this year so if you're interested yeah, go on it. there get to it and it's only five dollars and that goes to uh, equine retirement fund so a good cause too perfect so the question, and I double checked to make sure this one's right. Okay, we've had uh, 25 runnings of the Long Acres Mile at Emerald Downs. Name the only Long Acres Mile winner sired by a horse who won the Malibu Stakes. Okay, a Malibu winner 
who has sired a mile winner, a Long Acres mile winner, and there is one at Emerald Downs. Okay, so that's not too tough. Although it's not a slam dunk, you got to do a little research there. So, uh, you got it. Vince said it. That's the question. Uh, Malibu winner who sired a Long Acres mile winner. Again, send your replies, your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com. So that is Horse Racing Northwest for this edition. We love doing it, and we'll be back at some point. Don't have an exact schedule as of yet, but uh, hey, once again, Vince, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. You too, Joe, and to everyone out there, 2021 uh, is going to be a great year, and uh, I know I can't wait for Saturday, the day after Christmas, to get uh, some real exciting racing going. Very good. Horse Racing Northwest, uh, wherever you find your podcasts, have a great end of the year.